Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Great. You want to be the best podcaster out there and look where you're doing. You're so fucking unprofessional. This is so embarrassing. She's not going to want to do this interview with you. What were you thinking? Why didn't you leave earlier? Why can you do better? Why didn't you remember the directions? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, okay, don't cry. Don't cry. It's fine. It's fine. Just try to get through this road without dying. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sis you didn't ask for, but need a welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Ready? Hello and welcome to another beautiful episode of Almost Adulting, previously known as Too Tired to Be Crazy, which I don't know at what point I will finally be able to stop saying that because <laughs> you guys will hopefully remember that now we're just going to move forward with Almost Adulting. But uh, yeah, you know, I missed the name Too Tired to Be Crazy too. Don't worry. But Almost Adulting fits better, especially for today's episode. Anyway, with me, your host, your bestie, your big sister, that's currently unraveling Violet Benson. Hi. I wasn't even planning on recording this part right now, but I was just in my thoughts. And before my Adderall kicked in, I'm feeling my true self. And I said, okay, you know what? Let's just share. And if I don't like what I share, I never have to post it. But maybe some of you can relate. So recently, as you know, I've been going on my journey of getting off birth control and I've gained some weight recently and I thought it had to do birth control and then um I just been doing my best and I've been struggling with keeping up with working not being stressed seeing my friends sleeping enough drinking enough water eating enough food remembering to eat when I'm working it's just so many things that go into everything and I even went to acupuncturing and then the guy was just touching my body in different parts and then he said you're very emotional and I said no I'm not I am so not emotional. That's not true. And he goes, no, you hold your emotions in, but you're very sensitive. And I said, no, I'm not. I literally do not care. And he goes, stop. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can tell by your body, by different touch points, you're very sensitive, but you hold it all in. And then the stress is building up and it's making you gain weight. And I was like, no shit. I thought it was my birth control. And he goes, it's not just your birth control. There's something off right now with your stomach and how your blood flow is going through your body and with your digestive system. And it's all because of stress that you're holding in and it's making you gain weight. And I thought that was really interesting. And, and I think that's where it gets annoying because like being alive is so hard sometimes, especially being an adult. You just don't understand. There's so many things that go in. A, let's even take away the part of being an adult where you're either renting or you own a home, which Things like that already go into place where you have to remember to pay all your bills on time. You know, I'm, I'm still a little baby where I do everything on automatic payment. If I wasn't doing automatic payment, I would literally forget to pay my bills. That's the only thing that's keeping me in my home right now. Or, you know, I recently got in a car accident, which I guess I've never actually talked about it. Maybe I should. It has to do with my mental health. It's just crazy how much goes into taking care of your mental health, how much 
taking care of your mental health ends up affecting you physically. And we forget that, but it gets exhausting because, okay, you have to remember to pay your bills. You have to remember to take your car to the shop if something goes wrong with your car. You have to remember to keep your home clean. You have to take care of your pet if you have one. You have to remember to also take care of your relationships because, you know, those relationships are important in your life. You have to see your friends. You have to socialize. You have to kind of remember also to go in the sun. You need your vitamin D. Oh, but don't forget, you have to drink enough water during the day because that is really good for your body. It's one of the reasons currently I'm gaining weight. I'm not drinking enough water. But aside from that, you have to remember to eat. Sometimes we're working so much we forget to eat enough. Me, I have a problem of eating at night. So, okay, I have to remember eating during the day, but you have to remember to also eat things that are good for you because that does your body good. You have to remember to not eat too late at night, though, even though you're supposed to eat. Wait, don't eat too late at night. That's bad for you. Then you have to remember getting enough sleep. If you don't get enough sleep, it ruins the rest of your day. You have to remember get a little stupid little walk just every single day just to feel something because it helps with your mental health. You have to remember to do that. But in between that, you have to remember, you know, to work so you can pay your bills. Okay, but now it's time to go see your friends. Oh, shit, now it's time to go to sleep. It's just, it's so much. And it's supposed to be easy, but sometimes it's not. Especially when you maybe are not an organized person. Or just sometimes when you don't take care of one part in your life, and you think, no, this is fine. If I just focus on this part, no. You're going to slowly unravel. And that's what happened to me recently. And let me share. And I... I don't, it's so silly. I always struggle to share things unraveling a bit because I have this need to be a perfectionist. And I forget that that's not my brand. My brand is about fucking up and showing that it's okay. And I always sit there and I give all this advice, how we have to accept ourselves and we have to love ourselves. And then here I walk around being so mean to myself, putting standards onto myself that are unrealistic, that I can never achieve. So like, who am I then to sit around lecture to you? Oh, no, you should love yourself. But me, I can't love myself today because I am unable to live to my unrealistic standards. Sorry, guys. You know, it's hypocritical. And it's it's those moments that sometimes I have to get back down to earth. And once I finally have my breakdown, because I'm not perfect, it's when I finally hits me. Right. I'm not perfect because no one's perfect. No one can be perfect every single second. And my brand is not about being perfect. It's about being okay with fucking up because that's life. And it's about also appreciating moments that we have the current things that right now, what we dreamed of having instead of sitting around already wanting more and complaining that we don't have more, even though last year we were dying to be exactly where we are right now. So that's why I'm sharing. So A, let's rewind really quick to two weeks ago. What happened two weeks ago? I'll tell you exactly what happened two weeks ago. I've been working a lot especially I'm so proud of this podcast and I'm working really hard behind the scenes to rebrand this podcast, to figure out the right guests, to figure out the structure, to figure out how to involve you guys, the listeners into this, to get new listeners in, to post enough promos on the internet, to figure out the correct promos. Every, and I'm, I'm just, this is my current obsession, this podcast. I want it to be the best. And it's hard for me to sometimes admit that it's not number one. I mean, it's a big podcast. But it's not number one, and I want us to be number one. And I understand it takes work, but I'm hard on myself. So I'm working on that while I have other work that I have to do. I'm not getting to all the work. I'm not sleeping enough. And guess what happened? Because I wasn't sleeping enough. I got in a little car accident because I didn't listen to my body. And that was on me. And then 
one day I'm running all my errands, I'm working, working. And when I drive, by the way, I'm never on my phone. I know better than to do that. So then I'm going through the parking lot and the parking lot, there's a thing that where you take your ticket and there's a like straight thing that goes up and down to get into the parking lot. So as I'm about to grab my ticket, I don't know what happens to my brain, but I just completely blanked out. I just blanked out. My body froze. I don't grab the ticket, but I'm also not pressing the gas anymore. My foot is off the brake. My foot is um, not pressing the brake anymore. My foot is off the brake. My foot's not on the gas. My foot is completely just off both. And then my car starts rolling forward. And in my brain, I keep telling myself, press the brake, press the brake before the, my car hits that thing that goes up and down because it's still down. It didn't go up yet because I didn't grab the ticket. But for whatever reason, my body is frozen. I'm paralyzed. And my car goes through that thing. It breaks that thing and it scrapes my car and bashes my windshield and then I park my car I'm in shock I get out of the car and I just look at what happened and then I just go upstairs to my dentist silence like not saying anything not being able to process it and I didn't even process that moment like I didn't know how to process it so I was just quiet and I was just like in shock it took me two days to process what happened to understand what happened with my brain and and of course I was afraid to drive afterwards because that is scary I mean good thing happened a parking lot and not somewhere else where I completely just froze. But that came from me being very tired. Me knowing that week I was tired. I was dizzy. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I wasn't drinking enough water. I wasn't eating enough. And yet I thought it was smart to get behind the wheel. So this is just another example of how important it is. If we don't take care of our mental health, what happens to us physically? That's just one story. And um, obviously I took my car to the shop. Everything's fine. I'm fine. No one else got hurt. They fixed the... That thing in the parking lot, everything's fine. So aside from that, another thing that's funny is, as you know, last week I had my interview with Bella Thorne and the interview went well, but I'm already in my head about wanting to be perfect, wanting everything to be perfect. Everything's not perfect. Everything's not on time. I can't catch up to things. Every time I'm focusing on one thing, I'm suddenly behind on something else. And then I also have to be there with my friends. But then I feel like I'm not hanging out enough with my friends or my friends are calling me. I'm not answering enough of my friends. And I just don't feel like I'm able to stretch myself enough for everyone and for myself. I don't know how to do that. So first, the interview with Bella. Um, she wanted to do the interview at her house because she's been really busy. She's filming two movies this month. And we plan a month ahead to do this interview. So then... I'm driving to her house and her house is so deep in the hills. Like I thought I lived deep in the hills. She's way worse. She's so deep in the hills. So apparently you can't take ways or Google maps to her house because it'll give you the wrong directions. And basically if you take that, it, you end up accidentally getting on a really windy, thin road that's really rocky. And towards the end, it basically there's a gate there now that you can't access. So then you have to actually just turn around, go all the way down and you have to take a different street. So they gave me those directions and I completely forgot the day that I had to drive because I had to pack all my equipment to film and we just got a new camera and I'm nervous about the camera. I had to figure out how to work the camera because my editor, and my producer couldn't make it with me to this interview. But I said, it's fine. I'll figure it out myself. So I, I had to prep all the questions. I had to figure out how to work this amazing, so fucking expensive camera. This, this is like a $4,000 camera. But you know, this is what I want. I want to be the best podcaster. I want to be number one. So if I want to be number one, I, feel, I felt like I had to have the best equipment. I was like, this is an investment and this will help. 
So, okay, we did that. So I'm packing all my stuff. So excited for this interview. And then I drive there and I got lost. And not only did I get lost, I'm driving a G-Wagon because Mercedes was kind enough just to give me a car to drive for a week or two in order for us to potentially work together. So they gave me a G-Wagon because it's one of my dream cars, which is so hard to drive because it's literally like a beast. It's a monster truck. (laughs) I have to hop in and hop out every time. It's so big. It's very, it's not for me. I won't lie. I love the car. I would date a guy that drives this car, but I personally cannot be responsible for such a huge expensive car. It's not for me. But anyway, that's the only car I have available since my real car is in the shop. So then I get to drive a G-Wagon, a $200,000 car that's not mine on these windy, tiny roads. I I get lost. Now I don't have service because I have T-Mobile, which is the worst, (laughs) the worst phone service you can ever have but unfortunately single people get constantly punished for being single and this obviously also applies when it comes to phone plans if you have a family plan you're lucky because then you can have Verizon you can have AT&T and there's towers everywhere but for the single people we get fucked over we can't have Verizon or AT&T because it's too expensive to be single and to have a phone plan so you get stuck with shit like T-Mobile because it's the cheapest one for single people, but they don't have as many towers around. Like you go to Coachella, that's it. You have no service to Coachella. You go to In the Hills, sometimes I don't even have service on the freeway because <laughs> there's no towers. That's T-Mobile. <laughs> Shout out to T-Mobile. So now I'm stuck. And as I'm driving on these thin, tiny roads that if I accidentally go to the right a little bit too much to the right, I will fall off a hill. Like, that's how tiny these roads are. And I'm driving a huge-ass truck that I'm not used to. I've never driven an SUV before. And then I go so up a hill, and there's a gate. That's why they told me in the text. That's when suddenly my brain remembers, oh, yeah, they said, don't go down this road. And now I can't exit. I can't reverse a mile down this hill. I can't go forward because there's a gate. I can't call anyone because I have no service. So I'm just like, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. Like, okay, I got this, I got this, I got this. So then I start trying to um, reverse and, you know, turn my car around. So it took me, I would say, a good 10, 12 minutes slowly to do it. Go a little back, go a little forward, go a little back, go a little forward. And constantly try to move my wheel a little to reverse without falling off the hill or hitting my car, the back of the car, into this, like, um, brick wall. Eventually, 15 minutes later, I finally made my little U-turn, and I started driving down the hill. And now I'm almost an hour late, and I have to drive down the hill to finally get service because I'm freaking out. I'm lost. I can't call anyone. Bella texts me. She's like, where are you? You're not, you are now over an hour late. She's not wrong. I feel terrible. I feel bad because now I'm stuck in the hills for an hour because of this. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I finally get to some hill and I have service. I start calling her assistants. And one of them is like, where are you? I'm going to come get you. So then I had to drive. I had to send everyone my locations. <laughs> then I had to drive down to some other hill to go to another hill to meet one of her assistants who then I had to follow to finally get to Bella's house. So now I'm over an hour late. Bella's very high at this point because she waited for me for so long. I start apologizing. And I'm like, okay, V, do your best, do your best. So in my brain, I'm trying to not, because, you know, the whole time when I finally was driving through these hills, I was just like holding back from crying or having a nervous breakdown because I'm like, V, you have to get through this interview. Like you can't be hard on yourself for being late because in my brain, I'm thinking, great. You want to be the best podcaster out there and look what you're doing. You're so fucking unprofessional. This is so embarrassing. She's not going to want to do this interview with you. What were you thinking? Why didn't you leave earlier? Why can you do better? Why didn't you remember the directions? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, okay, don't cry. Don't cry. It's fine. It's fine. Just try to get through this road without dying. So we get to Bella's house. I start unpacking the equipment and I've never had to go to a guest house before, especially without a team with me. So that was already a lesson that I learned. Bring a team with you. You say you want to be professional, bring a team with you if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Number one lesson already. Look how hard I am on myself, by the way. Because I noticed, oh my God, one of the mics, I forgot the cord. I was rushing out so I wouldn't be late. And I forgot one of the cords for the mic. Luckily, Bella has a huge mansion and she has a studio in her, because she sings, she has a studio in her house. So I like whispered to one of the assistants like, hey, no big deal. Do you guys have a cord? Thank God they gave me a cord. So now, because I was scared we're just going to have to share a mic and I was going to kill myself. So now we have a cord. I start trying to set up in her guest house and with my brand new camera, which I just learned how to use. And we start recording. In the beginning, I'm nervous and I'm still in my head. I'm like, oh my God, is she mad at me? I feel like I'm not connecting with her. I'm not doing a good job right now asking questions. I suck at a podcaster. I'm so mediocre. I will never be the best. And then I'm like, my head's like, V, just stop, stop, stop. <sighs> okay, you got this. Just get through this. So finally, I feel like I'm getting in the rhythm. I'm asking the questions because I know in my head, no one else knows what I'm, what's going through my head right now except me. I'm being the meanest friend to myself and I need to stop. So then I stop. We continue the interview. It's going well. And then I look at the camera and I see the red dot is gone. The red dot is for recording. I notice the red dot is gone, which means my camera is not recording anymore. And I am mortified. I don't want to say anything to Bella because I'm too embarrassed. I know Bella is so chill. Had I told her, we would laugh about it and I will be able to put a different camera on. But I was so embarrassed at all my fuck ups at this point. I was just embarrassed. I didn't want to look unprofessional. So I just kind of stopped the interview really quick. And I said, oh, let me just check on the camera really quick. I see the battery died. Yeah, it's a brand new camera. So clearly I didn't do enough of my research to know that even though this camera is $4,000 fucking dollars, for whatever reason, the life on this camera is really short, probably because you use so many different resolutions and making it so perfect that it takes a lot of the battery. That's why you need to have a cord to just connect it to a wall. 
instead of uh, counting on the battery. Unlike my other cameras that I always use, which the battery is way longer, but the camera is itself shittier technically, I guess. I guess if you consider a thousand or two thousand dollar camera shittier. So I realized that my camera died. I have no idea how long it was recording. I still have my audio, thank God, but I'm not saying anything to anyone, which by the way, there are two assistants in the room and her publicist is on FaceTime because she wants to watch the whole interview in case Bella says anything she's not supposed to say. So it's like, it's already a little nerve wracking and I'm an hour over an hour late. Oh, and I forgot to mention when I got there, I went to the bathroom really quick and I gave myself a pep talk before we started recording. <laughs> I went, I gave myself a pep talk. I went, looked in the mirror and I'm like, you got this. You're a bad bitch. You got this. You're killing it. You're the number one podcaster. You're the best. You're amazing. This interview is going to be amazing. You're doing amazing. <laughs> Hopefully they didn't hear me. But anyway, so I realized the camera's gone so then i just pull up my phone and i was just like hey i just really want to quickly record it on my camera so i put it in whatever angle it's kind of a shitty angle i'm not gonna lie but i was rushing and i started recording and bella goes for what we already have the camera and i go yeah yeah i know but i just want it for myself because i didn't want her to know i fucked up because i didn't want it to change the way the interview was going i didn't want her to get in her head i don't want her to get annoyed i was scared i was gonna look unprofessional so then i continue recording from wherever we were at on my phone I haven't seen the footage yet. I'm hoping for the best. And then we finished recording. And then I'm like, thank you so much. At this point, it was already like 11.30 p.m. So I was really thankful we were able to record this. We recorded an hour and a half because I wasn't sure what questions I did well, what questions I didn't because I got in my head. Then I get in the car. I'm like, okay, bye, guys. Thank you so much. Then I get in the car to drive down a windy road now in the dark in a big monster truck. So I'm doing my best to not die. But of course, now I'm in my feels. And I'm like, I just want to cry. I want to have a nervous breakdown. I deserve this. I've been waiting all day to have a cry. And the reason I am so good at devoting my time to figuring is, okay, anyone who has ever worked in big companies that are stressful can relate to this part. When I used to be an accountant in a large public accounting firm, especially during tax season, you don't have time to deal with your emotions and also it's not the best work environment people don't really give you time for your mental health so you have to learn how to set time aside for yourself but because there's so many hours for tax season where you're busy as fuck you don't have time to have breakdowns so then a lot of people including myself kind of plan it out so then I'll be like okay I'm going to be working from this time to this time doing all the taxes and then 30 minutes from 12 30 to 1 I'm gonna go cry in my car and then I'm gonna keep working from 1 to 9 and then from 9 to 9 30 I'll cry again and then 9 30 till 12 a.m I go back to finishing the taxes like that's kind of how you start doing that so in your brain you kind of program the right times to have your little breakdowns and to cry which is, sounds so insane thinking about it now. Very Capricorn of me, which I'm not. So that's kind of the same thing. So finally, it's the end of the day. I'm finally able to cry. But then I'm like, okay, let me pick the right music, which is so funny, you know? And it's like, I put on my sad playlist <laughs> just to cry. And I want to start crying. And I was like, no, this isn't the right song. I'm like, okay, no, next song. And first, I'm also like doing my best to also survive, not fall off a hill. Because not only was it pitch dark, I got super lucky. It was also foggy. It looked like it was in a scary movie. Like there was a serial killer about to murder me, like jump out of nowhere and kill me. That's what it looked like. It was so foggy. It was those weird, like foggy, windy road 
that's leading to nowhere. I can't see what's happening at the end of it. So I have to drive very slowly because I can't actually see where the road is going. And the road is going in like windy makes sense. You know, it's not going straight. It's going from like side to side to side. It's it was a lot. And you're going down a hill. It was intense. So when I finally got more down the hills, when I start figuring out my music, so I put on my sad playlist and I'm like, okay, this song, no, this is too relationshipy. No, this is not, it's not hitting right. I put on one song, I start crying, I start almost crying. I'm like, this isn't hitting right. Then I finally put on, I think I put on Sia. That's like, help, I have done it again. <laughs> I have been here many times before or hurt something i hurt myself i put that one on i'm just like yep this is it <laughs> and i just start bawling i start bawling i can finally cry and it was just the best but it is funny and then again the next song oh, not sad enough i stopped crying and i'm like wait hold on let me find the right song but it was just really funny how sometimes you just need the right music to cry to be in your feelings like you're the only person in the world right now that's experiencing those type of emotions it is funny, um, and Mark Rose has said it on Create the Love, how sometimes when we're in our depression and when we're in our sadness, it can be selfish emotions because we think, we feel like in that moment, no one else understands what we're going through. No one else gets it. And it's funny because how do we just talk to someone? They would tell us, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, babe, I had a nervous breakdown yesterday or like literally this morning, you know? But we keep it to ourselves and we think it's just me. No one else knows what it's like. <laughs> it's dramatic because we're little drama queens sometimes, you know, in our own little world. So I finally get to my house. I'm crying and I'm just like, I'm a failure. I bet I ruined this podcast episode. I bet it was the worst. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't deserve this podcast. I will never be the number one podcaster. I suck. Everyone's going to know. I'm a fucking failure. But then I called Heather. Heather was sleeping as she should. That queen is taking care of her sleep schedule. That queen is putting her boundaries to not work at 11 p.m. I respect that queen. So she didn't answer. And then my friend was texting me about something because I didn't respond all day. And I was like, sorry, I'm just not having I'm just having a day like I didn't mean to ignore you. I'll, I'll talk to you. I'm just going to call my assistant podcast manager and I'm I just need to cry and she's like you can call me I was like oh I guess I didn't think about that I forget right your friends are there for you for that thing for exactly that and I called my friend Tasha and I would just start crying and I'm just like <laughs> I just like I just can't do anything right I just can't do everything I just feel like I can never can catch up I can never keep up there's so much I need to do and I'm always I feel like I'm falling behind and I'm not perfect and and as I'm crying she just starts laughing <laughs> she goes you have the funniest face when you're crying <laughs> she goes I can't I have to take a picture of you <laughs> and I'm like you're so funny I'm like wait hold on let me pose because <laughs> it's so suddenly I'm like trying to stop crying and I'm like, wait, do I look cute? Which is, you know, it's just so funny between friends, you know, it's just a little laughter to make it better because I'm just being silly. And then she said, one of the reasons I'm actually recording this podcast, she said, V, your brand, why I always liked you and why the way I like all my friends, I would never be friends with a stuck up bitch that's a perfectionist. 
the things she's so much better than everyone else and she can never do anything wrong i'm friends all my friends and the reason i love my friends so much including you is because we all fuck up and we're okay with it and we're honest about it and she goes that's your brand too your brand is about fucking up and being okay with it that is perfect not being perfect so i get it you have a need to be perfectionist but how's that working out for you it's not and that's also not why people listen to you that's so not relatable because no one's perfect you can't even live up to it and i was like man you're so right and also you know when i finished crying i was like you know what that was silly nothing was actually as big of a deal as i thought it was and then she gave me some good advice she said i know this is so silly but i love using the word silly sorry you're so silly she's like i know this is so silly but mental health walks it sounds stupid but they're a thing and they help she goes every morning i wake up i don't check my phone and i go on my mental health walk it sets the, the course for the rest of my day and it puts me in a better mood because i get my vitamin d i get my walk i'm energized and then and i go okay but like what time is that she goes it doesn't matter anytime i wake up i can wake up at 6 a.m i'll do it 7 a.m even if i actually wake up at 11 or 12 p.m because i didn't work that day i will still go on that walk i make sure every day to set time for that walk and to not look at my phone to not engage with anyone and just focus on myself in that moment Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And I thought that was really good advice. And I was like, yeah, but I live on a hill. Tasha, I live on a hill. It's, I can't. It's not like when I used to live in West Hollywood, it was, a, it was a regular street. Now I live on a hill and I can't do it. And she's like, bitch, I also live on a hill and I fucking do it. Stop making excuses. This is for your mental health. I'm telling you that small little thing is going to make a difference. And I said, okay, you're right. So today I woke up, put on my clothes. I walked outside. I said, okay, this is a hill that I've been dreading. I lived in this house for two years. I've never taken a walk up this hill because I've been dreading it. Because in my head, it felt like the biggest hill. So long distance, so high up. I can never accomplish it. It seemed like the worst thing in the world. And then I went up this hill. 
I finished it in five minutes to finally hit like a regular road. Maybe not even five minutes. And it wasn't that bad. And I kid you not, not to get all analytical, but I started laughing because I'm like, wow, I created a monster out of this hill. I made this so much worse in my head than it really was. I told myself so many lies and I literally thought something that wasn't true because once I actually did it, I actually went through this hill. It wasn't that bad. It was all in my head. And this is where I mean not to get analytical. It made me laugh because it made me realize how often there's a philosopher that said that us human beings are actually the worst narrators of our own life story. And what that means is that our perception of our reality has a lot to do with how we feel about ourselves and how we feel about things around us and what we went through with a um, childhood trauma and experiences. And that's how we project our realities. So if we're in a bad place, we can have an experience where we think something was way worse than it really was. And that will become our reality. That's what makes us the worst narrators of our life stories. So it's the same thing. Not only do we narrate and completely incorrectly, but we also lie to ourselves and we create realities from our own lies. We tell ourselves that we can't do something, that this will never happen for us, that we'll never accomplish this, that we're stupid, that we're failures, that this is so much worse than it really is. We tell ourselves lies and then we believe those lies and then we never try. And that's why sometimes we, it can be so dangerous for us to be our own narrators and to not seek help from the outside, to not ask for advice from someone else, to not ask someone else what really is happening right now to because other people can see our reality a lot of times better than we can. So I thought that was really funny because I told myself it was the worst thing ever. I can never do this hill. And then I did it in five, less than five minutes and it wasn't bad at all. I created a monster out of the smallest thing. And that's when it made me realize what else can I really accomplish if I just allowed myself, if I wasn't so hard on myself, if I wasn't so mean to myself. And that's why I think sometimes we have to be as kind to ourselves as we are to our friends. And I know that's hard. So maybe next time when we look in the mirror, instead of having conversations with ourselves, we look at ourselves in the mirror and we look at that person. Instead of being, oh, this is me, we say, no, this is my best friend. The person I'm looking into inside the mirror, into the mirror right now is my best friend. And just like I give pep talks to my other friends, I'm going to give a pep talk to my best friend. And I'm going to be nicer to my best friend because my best friend deserves the best. My best friend deserves to thrive. My best friend deserves to accomplish everything because this life that we're living in, it's, it's like a movie. It's a play. And who's writing the script? We are. And we write the script as we keep going in our lives. And this specific comment that I'm making right now, it's a TED talk that I watched of this lady speaking, which uh, once this episode airs, I will post because I, I ended up finding on TikTok as well. And the way she says it is so beautifully and so true. She mentioned something about people who before they're about to die or maybe after they died and came back to life, whatever, I forget whatever she was saying, how when they talk about it, they realize that when they're looking from the outside, it feels like remembering their whole life it feels like a little play that they're and they're watching they get to watch their life whole life in their minds as a little play and the actors keep coming in and out and they're their main character and there's a script but they're writing the script 
because that's it's my life i'm writing the script and but the thing with the script is that you write it as you go along you're not handed the script you write it yourself so it kind of tells you we're making our own choices so when i wake up i can write the script that i'm gonna have the worst day ever (laughs) oh my god i don't know why i just got emotional thinking about that because it's so cute or i can write the script that i'm gonna choose to have a good day and I'm going to go on my stupid little walk for my stupid little mental health for my to avoid having more stupid little breakdowns and I can feel better and I can write that now I'm going to have a better day. And if I have people in my life that are not making me feel good anymore, that it's not working out with them, I can write in my little script that I'm firing those characters. They're no longer needed and it's time to add someone else in there. And If I'm going to keep telling myself or if we're going to keep telling ourselves, I can't do this, then guess what? You will never be able to do this. But it's your script. It's your life. It's your play. It's your movie. So if you write, I will make it. I will be able to do this. You will be able to do it. It's just, it's so funny how being alive is just hard. (laughs) But it's just funny how when you put it into words, when you put it into perspective, how much everything makes sense how we're not behind. I'm not behind everything I'm doing. I could have time for everything. I do need to put my mental health first because I won't be able to work and do everything I need to accomplish if I don't take care of myself first. If I'm not sleeping, I may get in a small little car accident because I'm dizzy. And then I will not be able to function and be ready for work. If I don't sleep, I will not be able to be creative like I need to be to come up with new things. If I don't eat right, I won't feel good about myself and then I won't be able to be there for my listeners. I won't be able to be proud of the work I'm making. If I feel bad about myself, I will then start looking around and being jealous of what everyone else is doing, feeling like I'm not doing enough. And that's a thing with happiness. If it was just about us being happy, we could be happy. But a lot of the time we want to be happier than other people. That's the goal sometimes because we see other people on social media being so happy, even though we don't know their real life story. And we say, I want to be like that, but more. I need to do what they're doing, but more. I need to be doing more than that. So then it's a constant unrealistic goal of everyone around wanting to be a little more than whoever they were just talking. And that's unrealistic because even that person is not actually that happy. You know, just a silly little, little life in our silly little play. <laughs> and honestly, I, I wasn't expecting to record this episode because especially right now, we are going into the month of hookups. And this is more about mental health, but it's just one of those little vlog episodes that I wasn't planning on having, but I did because I wanted to share just how often we pretend to be these perfect people and... It's so unrealistic to the point that you can't keep doing it. And even me, the constantly needs to be so perfect. I can't continue pretending that because then I, I break down and then I can't accomplish anything. So you got to do you got to do little small steps. So it starts with that little walk every morning, just getting into the habit. Even if it's five minutes, that's the thing. It can be five minutes. It can be 10 minutes. But it's that little thing where you're getting your vitamin D. Every morning, something for yourself to disconnect. So after that, you're okay. Now, you know, look at Heather, that little queen, putting her boundaries and remembering to take care of her sleeping schedule. Okay, so next, my sleeping schedule. 
gotta remember to go to sleep at a good time because if i go to sleep at a good time i wake up at a good time i start my day earlier and it's better okay take care of my sleep okay gotta set boundaries with myself maybe 9 p.m i stop working because now it's me time whether it's to relax or to sleep that's important because i can't give my best work if i don't first take care of myself if i want love gotta set time for that as well Love is not going to come knocking down my door. Trust me. I tried. I waited. Nothing's there. So it's the same thing. We got to priorities. We can't pretend anymore that things will just happen. We got to put ourselves first. If you want love, you got to set time aside for love. You got to put yourself out there. That's what I'm learning. If you want to have good relationships, guess what? You got to put time for those relationships because work can wait. That's another thing that I'm slowly learning because sometimes a lot of things are out of your control and all you can do is your best. Okay. You tried, you did your best, you fucked up, whatever it is. Okay. Now you know better. You learn your lesson. Next. What's the point to sit and dwell on it? Stop. Breathe. It's not as bad as you think it is. Now it's time to socialize with friends. You deserve it. You earned it. Okay. Stop. Now it's time to sleep. (laughs) You know, all of that. So I don't know. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully this resonates with you about just taking time for yourself. And this resonates with you about having a little breakdown and being okay with it. And this resonates with you about not being perfect because no one is. And I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Bella Thorne. It's now up on YouTube and I'm really excited for this month of hookups. I'm really excited for June where it's a little easier conversations after last month of being all about mental health. I love you guys. Oh, and also this month, I am trying to devote a small little episode where it's going to be all about you guys as well, where you'll be able to either call in or to write your crazy stories anonymously, or I can give you a shout out because I really want to make it about you. And this month, we're trying to also do contests now. I'm really excited for that too. I really want to be able to integrate and to focus about uh, on the listeners a lot more with on my podcast so that's what i've been working towards so yeah new episodes every tuesdays and thursdays tuesdays are the short episodes literally five minute episodes where people don't care for podcasts thursdays are the longer episodes and then fridays we post the episodes on youtube so make sure you subscribe to almost adulting youtube channel and make sure you go watch it on there anyway have a beautiful day Remember, when you look in the mirror, that's your best friend. So you better be nice to your best friend. And thank you, by the way, to all the kind messages when I'm having my little moments where I'm not sharing, but you, I'm slowly unraveling, but I'm not saying anything where you guys already DM and you say, hey, V, are you okay? Because you guys know me so well. Thank you. You have no idea what an impact that makes on anyone out there that may not be open when they're struggling, when someone just asks them if they're okay. It's so nice. Even if I don't respond, it makes my day. So I hope you never stop asking people out there if they're okay, because they may not be, or sometimes they just need someone to ask. And also, you have no idea how sweet it is when I posted a joke that I'm about to go on my super little walk for my super little mental health so I won't have another super little breakdown because I'm not perfect. And so many of you reached out and they were like, don't be mean to yourself like that. Don't talk to yourself like that because that's the advice I give you guys. And it was nice to hear that back because it's like, yeah, you know what? You're right. 
I won't be that mean to myself because I don't deserve that. We don't deserve that with ourselves. So thank you. That's why I love you guys so much and I appreciate you guys so much. I'm so glad you're able to learn from me because I'm still also learning from all of you. So yeah, have a beautiful rest of your day, rest of your week. I love you, besties. Bye. <laughs>